It's Wednesday Wonders, science fiction and fantasy on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Greetings, Chronosphere passengers. On this journey, we join a man who manages to explore a moment in his own psyche by opening a door into multiple universes. In this submission by writer Eve Taft, the Chronosphere rides in a black hole bronco with The Traveler. The day after she is killed, I change my major from English to physics. Five years later, I do my doctoral thesis on multiverse theory. The committee criticizes moments in which they accuse me of, quote-unquote, thinking of myself as a poet, but awards me the degree nonetheless. It was a daring subject, they say, and I executed it well. I continue studying. Late at night, I trawl through deep web forums and read theories. Life hasn't felt real since 2012. People point to misremembered brand names, Mayan calendars, the Bernstein bear meme. The conclusion... Some of us do not belong here. Here, quote-unquote, being this universe. The inconsistencies between what we remember and what is, they argue, are too great to be explained by the Mandela effect. The internet theorists write of disappearances and reappearances and conspiracies, and I read every one. I do not allow myself to hope that they are right. As a physicist, I learn quantum mechanics and conduct cutting-edge research. Later, I teach my new discoveries and publish extensive papers on parallel universes. The day after I turn 35, my therapist says that for all I have accomplished, I have still not properly grieved. She calls my work a coping mechanism, tells me that I use physics as a place to hide. That same week, I bring my equipment home and rip a wormhole through space-time in my bedroom. It is only theoretically possible, even in a lab setting. I do it anyway. Looking into the wormhole's gaping mouth, I decide that I trust it to take me to the end of the world. Finally, I will start my search for the end of this universe and the beginning of any other. Through the inky blackness, I find a place made of clear crystals. Below my feet are an infinite number of myselves. There is no direction, only version upon version of my face, my hands, my eyes, which get more twisted the farther away they are. I grope 
find my way forward, I begin to walk, not bothering to remember my way back. For what feels like many days, walking is all I do. The air, or whatever it is, begins to grow cold. There are no signposts, but going by my calculations, I am nearing the edge of our universe. I say to myself, it is winter. You will find what you are looking for in spring. It does not snow here in the rural edges of space-time, but it grows cold, and at times I see my breath, the reflections of its foggy presence going on forever. The cold ends, and the reflective mountains and valleys brighten around me until I can only travel during what I call night. After some sort of time, the day dims again, and I, I say it is autumn. And then, on the horizon, the pulsating membrane between this existence and another. It is blinding, vibrating, with every bend of light, every wavelength of sound. I liken it to amniotic fluid. When I reach the barrier, I do not hesitate. Every nerve in my body shrieks as I dig my hands in and part the wall between the worlds. It is wet, sticky, clinging. I pay no mind to what I might destroy. Love like this is merciless. I hold my breath, clawing at whatever it is between me and whatever is beyond, and then I am through. In this next world, I am a ghost. Gravity, magnetism, light, none of them acknowledge me. My body is gone. I am nothing. I wonder, am I a soul? I have never believed in souls. There is no doubt, though, that I have hopped universes. This space, this time, these atoms, everyone is different. I am alien. I do not belong, and thus I can touch nothing. Here, even my exhalations are exempt from the butterfly effect. I am the smudge on the microfilm. Here and not here. Unprovable. Ineffable. It is as if I cut and pasted myself from one word document to another, but this time I have shown up in strange characters that do not contribute to the word count. Only I know I am here. I do not know whether I am missed at home. If anyone has noticed me walk out of our corner of the multiverse, perhaps time is passing faster or slower here, there, but however it is, I do not care. I think these things as I search through space, as I walk from the edge where thing encroaches into nothing, as the universe expands, I find the Milky Way, and then our sun, and then a small blue-green planet. I journey to the moment I am looking for, the exact moment where things would have been different. Follow her 
from her parents' house down Route 20, westbound the speed limit 55 here on the outskirts of town, double yellow lines prohibiting passing. They mean nothing to the diabetic seizure that slumps the woman over her wheel, makes her cross over and hit a tiny smart car head on. Of the wreckage exploding. I, I watch the collision throw my lack of self in the way. I feel nothing, accomplish nothing. I am just one degree over. One notch on the dial. Here she dies a nanosecond later than she did in my life. I cannot save this iteration of her even more than I could save mine. I have not gone far enough. It is easier to move as a non-being, and, and soon I am at the next web of nothingness. It is easier, too, to pass through as a phantom. It hurts less, takes less time, and so I continue my search. A thousand universes to the right of mine. She dies in the helicopter on the way to the hospital. Ten million more, and her coma lasts for a week. 20 and it lasts 20 years 50 billion worlds over she lives by a breath by what her grandmother calls a miracle i stay here until we both are dead within weeks of each other and then i push on like an addict craving a fix i watch our lives over and over sometimes she does not leave as early Sometimes she stops for gas. There are iterations of the accident where she does not die directly on impact, and her mother cannot tell me what she sobbed into the phone at 1.34 in the morning. She didn't suffer. There are universes where we walk past each other in sophomore social studies without saying a word. In a few worlds, when I am not there to bother her to get her driver's license, she never does. Once, we die when we are 17, as I drive us up the hill to a school in the winter of 2013. In my dearest universe, I call her that September afternoon, laying her by a few minutes, and the woman blacks out and runs off the road. It's not even hurt. I learn it could have been better. I learn it could have been worse. I do not age until I can bear it no longer. I watch her grow old, whether with me or not. After that, I wander, a tourist looking for worlds where my grandfather is alive and finding none where we exist at the same time. I discover universes where the Roman Empire never fell, the British one never rose. Eventually, I have a mental map of the multiverse Turn left at the one where George W. Bush died choking on broccoli. To the east lies the series of worlds where humans have no word for slave. My ghost self neither can die nor live. And so, after time and no time, I begin to find my way back, having drunk my fill of eternity and found myself still painfully sober. I will know I am home. Because only in my own universe can I breathe, bleed, and 
beacon die. How long it takes to find my universe is irrelevant. I only have forever. On my way back, I stop at my favorite spots. Ones where she and I die old and loving each other. <laughs> I watch our lives a few more times as if I am pressing repeat on an old videotape. I cry in substantial tears. Sometime I reach the wall that looks right. That is right by my calculations. By my gut. I stand inches from it knowing I will not remember. Knowing I will always want. You cannot take shards of one universe back into another, even if they are only fragments of memory. There's been no point and purpose to this journey. I have outrun the gods. Some total of it, all will be nothing. In this in-between place, I scream, hoping I will rend whatever holds all the universes together, that they will blend into one seamless mess or end. I wonder, have I stood here before? Will I stand here again? How many times have I searched for her only to find that where she exists, I cannot? I scream and cry for what may be a thousand millennia. And the bright wall before me is impassive as God ever was. I do not want to go back to the world she no longer inhabits. The only world that can give me my own life and death, the universe where my atoms settle into reality. I am immortal here, but I have less than nothing. I am less than nothing. Swallowing the coin with two sides, suicide and rebirth, I turned toward the shimmering barrier between me and the grief-drenched existence I ran from. I braced myself for the pain. And I dig my hands into the edge of my reality. This time the crossing is easier. And it is not as long as before I step through to the other side. Traveler was written by Eve Taft. Our traveler was Blake Benlin. 
The Chronosphere has managed to keep these episodes ad-free. And if you want to keep it that way, help us out. Either go to patreon.com slash chronosphere or donate to Venmo at Fishbonius. Stay subscribed to Chronosphere Fiction as we are planning some intriguing new voyages. Until then, keep your cosmos clean. Do you like thrillers, action, adventure, mystery, crime drama? Well, you're in luck, because here on the Mutual Audio Network, we have Thursday Thrillers. You can subscribe and have a dose of adrenaline-pumping audio every Thursday from your favorite podcast player. Get it here now. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.